Lend me your ears. Take a deep breath and relax. Welcome, friends, to the Reality of Health podcast. You might want to earmark this episode. This is a pretty cool topic. Most people never consider their ears as important to their health. They just, you know, go along with doing everything else, diet, exercise, whatever, until their ear hurts or they lose their hearing. So today we're going to talk about ears. So listen up. I see what you did there. Puns. Your ears are so highly complex. They're one of the most complex systems in the body. Highly sensitive to all sound and movement. It's literally a miracle. If you believe in God, this is pure divine design. If you don't believe in God, well, this could be one of the topics that makes you think twice. Now, your inner ear takes in vibration and frequency, known as sound, and then converts that into everything you know of as what sound sounds like. On top of that, your brain interpolates that into stereophonic sound, meaning in stereo. Having direction, depth, width, and breadth of that sound. Think about it like this. You hear a sound in the distance. Your brain already knows that's far away. It's coming from that direction, and that sounded like somebody lit a firecracker. Why a firecracker? Because you've heard that before. Your brain knows the difference between a firecracker and a car accident. And even on top of that, you heard it in both ears, and the brain correlated where, when, and what that sound was. In space. Some people have very sensitive areas inside their ear canal. It can cause them to cough if you touch that area inside the canal. So there's a vagus nerve that has a branch coming off of it and then into the ear canal. It's called the auricular branch. That same vagus nerve is attached to your throat. So if you have coughing (coughs) or a sore throat, sometimes your ear can hurt and vice versa. That vagus nerve carries information about touch and sensation. So if you stick something in your ear canal, your brain may think there's something in your throat. And then you have to cough. Isn't that wild? Very few people have a sensitivity that is actually pleasurable in that area of the ear canal. When it's stimulated, it leads to what's known as a parasympathetic response. That then can lead to a pleasurable experience. 
Plus, because it's parasympathetic, it's relaxing. It's very calming. So they get this stimulation that feels good, and then they get very relaxed, very calm. It's not a lot of people, but it's a known thing. ENT doctors will tell you about this. There are people that can actually experience an eargasm. Oh, come on. That sounds awesome. Yes, you heard me correctly. Wouldn't that be awesome to be one of those lucky ones? This may explain the sex toy, the Q-tip. The alleged sex toy. Now, here's the fascinating part. Your ears have, <laughs> okay, hear me out, erectile tissue. What? Yep. So by stimulating your ears, you engorge that erectile tissue, thereby giving you pleasure. Doc, I think I have erectile dysfunction. Why do you say that? Because I can't seem to get an erection. Touch, music, humming, certain types of rubbing of the ear, airflow from somebody talking in your ear, like whispering or breathing into or on your ear. For some people, feels super good. This is why many people feel their ears are an erogenous zone. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> for sure. Your ears don't actually hear. They're just an antenna for sound. It's your brain that interprets sounds. Your outer ear is called the pinna, P-I-N-N-A. And that's the shape of your particular, let's call it antenna, right? Some people have bigger pinas than others. Ooh, it's cold in here. Is anyone else cold? Okay, that's enough. I promise no more sex jokes. The vestibular system in your ear is what creates your proprioception. This is how you know where you are in space, both balance and position. Your ear works with your bones, your feet, your hands, your skin, your eyes, your muscles, and your head position to know if you are upright or if you're laying down or you're sitting or you're moving or any other position in space, 3D space. You know, your ears never turn off when you sleep. Your brain ignores sound as much as it can in order to keep you asleep. Smallest bone in your body is in your ear. It's called the stapes. It's about the size of a grain of rice. Your ears and your nose never stop growing. Now, nah, it's just a little bit, but they never stop growing. Your ears actually have a self-cleaning system. It's called earwax. Think about that for a second. You have an orifice that's going to collect, you know, dust debris, broken pieces of hair fibers from your pillow and chemicals from soaps and anything you use on or around your ears, as well as, you know, yeast, bacteria, living stuff from your microbiome that dies off. It's got to get rid of all of that. How? You don't want to push anything in, so it's got to come out instead. This is why Q-tips are not really good to use to clean your ears. They are really just a pleasure device for the lucky few. If your child is prone to ear infections, it could just be a milk allergy. You see, pasteurized milk is antagonistic to the body. So if you have an allergy to dairy as a child, it's not most likely a bacterial infection. It's just an allergy. If your child wants dairy, then you need to start getting that child on raw dairy, I'm telling you. 
So if you're prone to ear infections, it's not always a bacterial infection. Could just be a yeast infection. Could just have a buildup of debris in there. Or you have an allergy to something. Need to figure that out. Whatever that allergy is. One of the ways your body clears an antagonistic substance is through lymphatic fluid. One of the most sensitive and smallest areas that utilize lymphatic fluid is in the ear. So if you had an infection as a child, could have been even just one of them. You may not feel it until you're older. In other words, you can have an ear infection when you're six. Seems like it went away. Then when you're 40, you start to feel it again, only it manifested somewhere else. Now here's the real interesting part. Your infection can cause other infections in your body or issues. You have to kill that infection in your ear. And the only way to do that is to put herbs or substances that kill bacteria into the ear canal. You can't kill it from internally swallowing something. It's known as a collar-up focal infection. I have an episode on those. An infection you had in your ear when you were a child can manifest as chronic bronchitis when you're 40. Or maybe it's arthritis for you or heart disease or some form of cancer. Could be irritable bowel, skin issues, sinus problems, throat issues, constantly dealing with phlegm all the time. So many other conditions, it's incredible. Even things like hearing loss or balance issues or tinnitus can all be attributed to an ear infection or a past ear infection. So when your immune system gets low, bacteria and fungus from your ears can go anywhere in the body they want. So this is why you need to keep your immune system up by being healthy. Then they'll just live in your ears forever. You want to get rid of them? You got to go after them. So if your immune system is low, they can go anywhere they want. Plus the toxins they produce can go through your lymphatic system and into your body constantly draining from your ears into all areas of your body through your lymphatic, your blood, interstitial fluids. This is maybe why you have chronic issues. doesn't hurt to go on a regimen of killing parasitical situations in your ears, even if you don't think it's causing any of your issues. What's the harm? What if you try it and then you notice health conditions improve? Back a long time ago, doctors would surgically remove your mastoid bone which is right behind your earlobe. It's that, you know, bony protrusion of your skull. They knew that that area was harboring all this parasitical garbage. Because the problem is, these parasitical situations, they can travel back and forth from your mastoid bone into your ear canal or the inner ear or the middle ear, just back and forth to hide. So now what do I do, Eric? Well, you can take castor oil, with liquid herbs in it, you know, just add some herbs into it or essential oils. You can rub it behind your ears, especially over that mastoid bone every day, and it will kill stuff that's in there. It'll take a while, but it works. Those essential oils and herbs are very, very powerful. Quick testimony of a woman who was on a list for a double lung transplant. A doctor used muscle testing and tested her for infections in her ears. The doctors said, we have no idea what's wrong with you, but we need to remove your lungs and give you a whole new set. Well, guess what? This doctor that did muscle testing found infections in her ears. Fixed the ear issue, changed the diet a little bit, 
no longer needed a transplant. Her cough went away, irritations of her lungs gone. She can breathe perfectly. Now, she exercises just like a normal person. By the way, everything in this episode relates to your children and your pets. We forget all about the ears until there's something wrong. You can go after ear health just as you would any other way to be healthy. Make it an every other day thing or once a week type of practice, you know, where you put some drops in your ears of castor oil just by itself. Like you can just put, you know, two or three, four drops in there and rub your ear a little bit, massage it in just like you would hand lotion or eye cream or anything else you would want to put on your body. You can do things to your ears. You take supplements, you eat foods you think are healthy, but you never put anything in your ears. Well, Eric, that's because it's going in my ears. I know, but it's not going to hurt you. It's only going to be beneficial. You don't put a lot in there, you just do a little bit. Get yourself a glass dropper bottle, add some organic castor oil, and then depending on what the condition is, or if you just want daily health, you can pick certain essential oils or nothing at all. Just straight castor works great too, but if you have a condition that you want to temporarily fix, you can use you know tea tree oil or oregano or chamomile, some of these things. You don't want to use those every day all the time because they will disrupt the microbiome in there as well. But lots of people have weird conditions in their ears of dryness. They can get psoriasis in there. So a little bit of castor oil every day, a drop or two, and just rub it. Wow, does miracles. The longest held, I would say, substance that they've used for healing ear issues is garlic. Now, you could make your own garlic oil you know, look up ways to make it, or you can buy garlic oil. I think the best way is just to get some garlic juice, which you make yourself, add some of that to the castor oil and put it in your ears. Just have it ready to go and use it as you need it. One of the other really cool things you can use in your ears every day is colloidal silver. You can get it already in a dropper, or just, you know, buy a larger amount and pour it into a dropper bottle. Again, needs to be glass. Silver kills every known bad bacteria in less than six minutes. Pretty much just starves them from breathing. It's totally safe to use with zero side effects. Fascinating thing about colloidal silver is it tells your body to regenerate cells faster. So healing is increased rapidly. So let's say you had some damage in your ear from an ear infection. This will help it heal quicker. One of the telltale signs of poor circulation which relates to things like heart disease, is the earlobe. If you have a crease there, or you know somebody that does, you need to tell them to get checked for circulation issues. It's most likely going to be restricted, and so the ear will fold right there. It'll get a wrinkle, like a line. usually see it mostly in men, but happens as you get older. Ear massage is phenomenal for your overall health. Basically, you just want to you just want to stimulate all the areas of the outer ear, you know, that that antenna, through massage. You can stroke it and pinch it, pull it, lift it in all the different directions, like pull on it and flick it. You don't just do anything you can to create a lot of manipulation so that you get a lot of circulation in that area. You know, you want to stimulate it. That was a definite area I could have put in lots of jokes, but I'm not going to be a child. I'll leave you alone with your dirty thoughts. There's a lot of massage videos that you can watch online on how to massage your ear properly if you want to go through an actual step-by-step. -step. Otherwise, just 
work them. You know, do as much as you can. Your ears have nerves that run from the ear all the way through into your vagus nerve, into your entire body, and attach to everything. You've heard of reflexology. Well, you've heard of it on your hands and your feet, well, or your face, but your ears have it as well. Your entire body is connected electrically. So you stimulate one spot, you can affect other areas. Ears are a great way to do it, especially if you have somebody that can do it. You lay down, put your head in their lap. You can take both, your partner can take both their hands and rub each ear at the same time. Do it to each other. Absolutely awesome daily thing to do and it feels great. It's like, you know, your significant other and you and you both rub each other's feet at the same time. Well, just do your ears instead. Check it out. Try it. Ever notice sometimes you'll say to somebody, wow, your ears are really red. What do you think that is? Something's going on in the body. It raised circulation. You can see it in their ears. There are so many reflexology points all over your ears that relate to all those areas of your body. So massaging them can internally stimulate all sorts of areas. That stimulation is healing. It's creating electrical flow to those areas saying, come on, let's go, let's activate. And then it can heal itself. Ever notice that your ears look like your kidneys? Yeah, it's because they're connected. What about ear piercings, Eric? Well, I said earlier, your ears are an antenna. How do you increase absorption of radio waves? EMF fields and energy. You add metal antenna. Ever notice antennas are never made out of plastic? It's always a type of metal. So there's two things to consider. First thing is you pierced your skin. Like I spoke of in the scar and piercings episode recently, you've punctured the skin. That will have negative health ramifications unless you heal those. Secondarily, the metal. So if you want to have pretty ears by using ear piercings, then you probably should consider the types of metals you're putting on your ears. Metals have different EMF fields. Not going to get into all of them, so let's just give you a quick example. Gold is a good frequency for the body. Not saying that wearing gold on your ears is going to increase your health. What I am saying is, generally speaking, gold does not harm the human body. So gold is better than, let's say, mercury. We all know mercury is bad for the human body, so if somebody said, here's a mercury earring, you might say, uh... I'll pass. Also, understand that because you pierce them, you're going to probably have negative reactions in the body that correspond to the areas of the ears that are related to those body parts, like I just said with reflexology. For example, if you pierce an area of your ear that relates to your heart, then you could have heart issues. Oh, Eric, you're so dramatic. Really? Okay. Isn't the body such an interesting topic? It's phenomenal. It's a miracle. Your ears are just one more part of that entire miracle. I hope you found this interesting. Please follow me on whatever platform you use so others may benefit. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment. But please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. 
This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.